Hello, absolutely horrible people. Welcome to... I don't know why I said it. Welcome to the Ultimate Horror Movie Podcast, Death by Podcast. I am your host, Adam. That's your other host, Kevin. And today is episode 51. If uh, if you guys tuned into episode 50 last week, you'll know that we did a Star Trek Next Gen. We spun the wheel, Kevin's Wheel of Options, and it landed on Star Trek. We did the nth degree from Next Generation. And we also did, uh, we split our time on that and the Batman. I have a little follow-up to the Batman I, I wanted to talk about. But before we get to that and the main show today, which is Kevin had the letter R and uh, chose 1990 repossessed the Leslie Nielsen vehicle, which was <laughs> we'll get to it. It was something. It was something. It was something. Uh, yeah. Before we get to that, Kevin, you got any news for me? What's going on? What's Rob Zombie doing? Uh, well, we got Rob Zombie news. We got regular news. Uh, Rob Zombie uh, posted a old picture of him and Stone Cold Steve Austin. <laughs> like the guy from the Expendables? Or wait, what's he in? Is he in the Expendables? He, I mean, he's a professional. He's a professional wrestler. Okay. He's, Is he the yeah. dude that does the X's on his, on his wiener? No, that's DX. That's uh, oh, that's okay. that's more of a group. I mean, that's a group of guys that does that. Uh, no, Stone Cold is no. He's he's awesome. He, he he drinks beer and yells at people and sweet. Yeah, as does awesome. uh, as does Jesse the Body Ventura in this movie that we're going to talk about. Yeah. Oh yeah, we'll get to <laughs> Jesse the Body. So um, casting news: they have cast Lily's brother Lester. Lester Munster. Lester Munster. Well, he wouldn't be a Munster. Oh, would, that's right. Okay. Uh, but he's a werewolf. And they put up a photo of him. Um, and he actually looks pretty cool. Uh, still no Eddie. Still uh, no Eddie. That's weird, right? I don't know. They must be keeping it a secret. Maybe Eddie's. Maybe that's the end of this movie. Do you think they're planning like a trilogy? <laughs> and like she'll be pregnant at the end? Maybe. Or she'll like I don't know. I don't know, hatch an egg or some weird shit like that? I have no idea. God damn it. But um, it's played by uh, <clears throat> Tomas Boykin or Thomas Boykin, spelled Tomas, but um, he's in uh, Three from Hell. Um, okay. He's a Rob Zombie guy. Um, I know I um, ask you this every time. Do I? Should I watch that Three from Hell? Uh, it's okay. It's, I mean, it, it's one of those ones where it's like, go in knowing that. Like, like if you go in knowing that like Sid Haig was basically on his deathbed when they made it, okay, it's probably the best that it could have been, but it's totally unnecessary, you know. Like, and and you don't really like Devil's Rejects, right? That's I might not have seen that either. So there's House of Thousand Corpses. Seen that? Okay. Then the the sequel to that is Devil's Rejects, which is really really awesome. Really? Yeah, and not even just like for Rob Zombie. Like that one's awesome, man. What's the story on that one? Uh, the story on that is um, the family from the from House of a Thousand Corpses gets like the police basically raid their house. Three of them, uh, Sherry Moon Zombie plays Baby, uh, Sid Haig. Well, Sid, Sid Haig, ter- it turns out he's like at the end of House of a Thousand Corpses, he's working with them. Okay. So it's him and uh, it's the dude. I know you're talking about who you're trying to get to. It's the guy. I can't believe I forgot uh, his fucking name. He kind of looks like a regular guy. But he's in the movies. Doesn't he have like long white hair? Yeah, he's got yeah. Like long hair. He's he's another regular. Um, he's awesome. In real um, life, he looks like a regular person. Yeah, kind of. I don't know. I wouldn't go that really? far. <laughs> like <laughs> like Sid Haig has always looked weird to me. I don't know why. But even back looks, in like Buck I mean, Rogers days, like 
and Sherry Moon is just a mess. Um, but she's, I mean, but I, I mean, Devil or uh, yeah, Devil's Rejects is. I might check it out. It, I mean, it. I think it's by far the best thing he's ever done. Really? Okay. Oh, without a doubt. It's 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 actually it's a lot like it's not it's not like Evil Dead where it's basically the same movie but like better. Yeah. You know, but it it kind of is like it, it, you can watch it standalone. You don't need House of a Thousand Corpses. In fact, you know. I really don't like House of a Thousand Corpses. It's terrible. It's like it just puts things in my head. I'm like, Ugh, it's dirty. But yeah, yeah, this one is it's 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 basic. Bill Mosley, Jesus. Bill Mosley. Bill Mosley. Yeah. yeah, Three from Hell is kind of like a kind of like a watered not even watered down. It's just it's just not, I don't know. There's something about uh, Devil's Rejects that Three from Hell just doesn't have. Okay. You know, but it's not bad. It's fine. And then what's the one that I always talk about with the witches and Lords of Salem? Lords of Salem. God, what a what a weird like weird just weird i don't know you should check out his cartoon man el super Bisto. i was pleasantly surprised we're really yeah i thought it was going to be like is it for kids? no not <laughs> at all he did it with uh i think john k or it might have yeah. been i don't know if john how involved john k that's the guy that created Rand stimpy okay um but it might just be bob camp who's one of the, the head like character uh, designers, I don't know. One of the head guys at Ren Stimpy. Okay. Because it looks like Ren Stimpy. But it I was surprised how good it was. I thought I was gonna get Edgelord bullshit, but it's pretty good. Okay. So Sony, well, the what's it called? CinemaCon? The, yeah. the, the big movie convention. Yeah, I think so. Thing happened this week. And Sony had their panel on what they're and they announced they just they just announced they're doing another Ghostbusters movie. Oh, really? Yeah, and they didn't say any details. Like they didn't say director, they didn't say any the actors. Nothing about the. Just literally, we're doing another Ghostbusters movie. And we knew that. We knew that was coming. Yeah, and they said we're, we're doing Venom three. Um, <laughs> but I, Christ. I read this quote from Jason Reitman in the article that was just like so. It was the nicest way to the way he put it was we really wanted to end this movie with an opportunity like we wanted to leave the universe in a place where people could you know other directors and other you know we could like could expand the universe like how i forget how he put it but it was a really nice way of saying we want to just exploit and milk this franchise and get as much money as we possibly can out of it so do you think do you think he'll be doing this new movie i don't think so at all really yeah i think that was if he was going to do it i'd say all right it's in good hands but I would, yeah, I'd be pumped because seemingly it's going to be like they'll be in New York, they'll be in the firehouse, yeah, yeah. it'll be a new team, it'll be what we thought this one was kind of going to be when they announced it. But interesting, I'm very interested to see what where they go. Yeah, if they're, if they're smart, like we predicted, they'll have Ernie Hudson as Nick Fury and yeah. just sort of a new team centered probably around uh, the girl. I'm, I'm, I'm curious if they go with. Like where do they go director route? Do they yeah. go with a, a director they can kind of push around and be like, no, hey, we're here to sell toys, fucking make it make this movie. Or do they go with, you know, do they go ambitious and 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 you know yeah, but get, like every Marvel movie, every Batman movie, it's all to sell toys, but sure, but that's the thing. Like the Marvel movies, some of those are just like, yeah, we need a fill in director. There's fill in directors, and then like the new one, they got Sam Raimi, you know, right. like right. sometimes. But they never in the past, whenever they, they kind of did that, it didn't work out. You know, like when they get like when they got out of your ride and they had to fire him halfway through, sure. you know, 
I feel like for the Ghostbusters franchise, it's not, you can get our director in there and let him, you don't, I don't know. Cause they don't really have a, you know, like every Marvel movie looks the same. Sure. Yeah. There's good char- cool characters and performances sometimes, but, and they're usually solid, but they all look the same. They're all pretty formulaic. I'm sure Sam Raimi will, his style will come through. I'm sure. But with the Ghostbusters, they don't really have like a, an aesthetic or like a brand yet which I think they're going for, but who knows if they'll ever really get to that point. As long as it's, as long as it's got the heart that the last one had, I think it'll be all right. Yeah. We'll see. I'm glad, um, I'm glad they're doing it. Venom though can go screw. I still haven't seen any of those movies. I, I will not. I saw the first one. I didn't see the second one. It's your favorite movie. No, it was terrible. It was, <laughs> it was something else. I love, it's hilarious to me how they're, they're, they're just clearly trying to trick people like into, seeing like thinking you know the spider-man I mean? universe yeah. yeah they're they're essentially doing like like the like like black like the companies that would do blockbuster movies like but they have transmorphers instead of transformers and so that they're next to each other yeah, and yeah. somebody's dad <laughs> just gets the wrong box those transmorphers were badass though i had those as a kid man it was, it, was that ones. real that wasn't they had some serious generic not there were so many knockoffs of transforming sure. robots I, see what I feel like these Sony movies are. They're just like, yeah, no, like the tagline for Morpheus was that a new Marvel legend has arrived. Yeah. Like up. they're throwing Marvel all over yeah. the posters. Did you they're hear throwing... what they just announced yesterday? I think. No. Uh, so the next, you know, they just did Morbius. They're doing Craven and the next Spider-Man spinoff solo movie is what's his name? It's a, it's a Luchadori. Am I saying that right? like a wrestler oh yeah there's, I, I, so there's a there's a the most obscure villain in the spider-man comic book universe he's a luchador a wrestler guy and his name is something muerto i don't know what and they cast the singer his name's bunny something bunny mask or bunny 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 i don't know some I don't hispanic know dude new music so they they cast him as this dude in his own movie and it's like I saw some comments on like a comic book site. People are just like, what, what, what is happening right now? What is Sony doing? Like they're just grasping at straws right now. Oh yeah. Anything. It's, it, it, it (laughs) it's like DC over like, you you know, they like lean into kite man because it's like, yeah, (laughs) like, and they know the deal. Like, yeah, he's lame and whatever, but let's make something cool. But like, Sony's not in on the joke. You know what I mean? Sony's yeah. like, who do, who do we got? Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah, give them a movie. Wait, I yeah. don't care. Yeah. It's so ridiculous what they're doing over there. I promise you within the next 10 years, Disney will own that stuff again. I don't know, man. I will. Like, they will. Absolutely. We'll see. Cause this, they can't keep going with this, like slap to the face that Sony's giving them. And I mean, they they, they're going to need these Spider-Man characters like untouched. You know, unsoiled. I don't. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. We'll and at the same time, Venom is already fucked. So who knows? I don't know. I mean, maybe they're just. You know, that maybe that's why they're laying all the groundwork for this multiverse, so yeah. they can just say like, "Oh, hey, it's Craven," but it's not that Craven. You know, yeah. like. Oh, totally, absolutely, they are. What else you got? Any other news? That's it on news. I'm surprised Sony doesn't own more horror stuff. They don't, don't even see they, a lot of horror. Don't they do the Conjuring movies? Like that whole universe. Right. I don't know. I don't know who that is. Well, now, is that no? Because those are James Wan, and I know I watched uh, that new one that I really liked. That was on HBO, which is 
whoever Warner Warner owns that. Oh, uh, Malignant. Malignant. Did you yeah, ever watch that? Is, that? You're right. That is Warner Brothers. You're yeah. right. I did not watch Malignant. Man, you gotta watch it. I want to talk about that. Yeah. All right. So that's news. Did you watch anything this week? Anything else? Um, I did, but um, it's it's gonna have to do with uh, our bigger discussion. So okay. Uh, I wanted to revisit, if you don't mind, Batman just real quick from sure. our talk last week, which I haven't rewatched it, but I've sat with it in my head a lot <clears throat> since, excuse me, I'm still dealing with this COVID thing, folks. Sorry about that. But it was very much like a, at, at least a, a, a thriller, if not a horror movie, because there's like, you know, what's his face is a serial killer. Um, sure. Riddler. But anyway, we talked briefly about the Joker scene at the end. I had... I had not seen the deleted scene that you mentioned that Matt Reeves, oh, yeah. that Matt yeah. Reeves uh, released of the yeah. Joker and you didn't like it. And I didn't like the Joker scene that was in the movie. Mm-hmm. And I figured that, I think I said last week, I figured that Matt Reeves was going to do that because he's not going to do a Joker movie. I'm hoping. And that, you know, he was just saying Joker exists in this universe here for everybody who needs to see the Joker. Let's move on. I was hoping that's what it was. Then I watched that deleted scene that you sent me and I actually really liked it. <laughs> and surprising. I, I know. And it, it made me realize, I think what he's doing is because he released that scene intentionally. And I think what he's doing is he's going to use Joker. If he's smart as sort of a Hannibal Lecter in the universe that Batman keeps coming to, but he's not going to be a central villain. He's not going to be, you know, a whole movie dedicated to him because we've already done Joker to death. So I would, I'm really hoping that that's the route he goes in. And that's why I'm sure he had to cut that scene for who knows, whatever reasons it couldn't have been time because the movie was already three hours and what's another five minutes. So I like the scene because it gave me more of that actor than the silly, what they put in the movie should have been cut. They should have left this in the movie. I feel like, and it would have been, it would have added to the, universe that this new batman is in where he's already dealt with the joker joker's done he's dealt with he's captured he's in arkham or wherever and but he's going to him because in the deleted scene he's got you know this file of stuff that he can't figure out and he gives it to the joker and wants his opinion on it and the joker's fucking with him as joker does and i don't like the actor but i didn't mind him in this and i thought he doesn't look like the joker i would want and but neither did heath ledger at first and if they do it if they do it the way that I was saying, like I hope they do, use him as a Hannibal Lecter character. I think that would be smart. And I think that the universe that Matt Reeves is building would benefit from that. And it would be something that nobody's ever done, you know? I wouldn't be surprised if the next movie, I'm going to make a couple predictions because that's a, they did, they announced that they're, they're doing the Batman 2 okay. with uh, Pattinson. I'm going to make a couple predictions, uh, but this next one. Uh, I think you're probably right that if the Joker's in it, it's going to be one of those deals. I'll bet it ends just like Silence of the Lambs. I don't remember what was it. Yeah, like you know, he goes and he asks questions and shit. But then at the end, he escapes. He escapes. He's out. That's the end of the movie. I'm a pretty. You know who I think is going to be in the next one? But not besides Robin. I think they're definitely going to do Robin. Okay. Maybe, but it's real. It's real. I don't know if they don't do. I I think they're probably going to have Mr. Zaz. Probably not as the main villain, but I think he'll be like one of those deals where. When the movie starts, he, you know what I mean? He's been working on that or whatever, you yeah. know? Yeah, because Mr. Z, he fits right in this universe. He does. Know? They've done him a couple times, though. And he's always movies? Been a, he was in Nolan's trilogy. And really? he was, yeah, he was, um, he was in the, he was in Arkham 
he didn't have a role. He was like he was a ba- background guy. Yeah, right? and he was there. And then he also had, they brought him back at some point, uh, in, I think in the third movie. And then he was in the, what you call the Suicide Squad, the newest one. He was like, he what? He was oh, a main, a main wait, was he really? Yeah. He was uh, Obi, Obi-Wan Kenobi's henchman, henchman guy. Or no, what is that? Birds of Prey. Sorry, Birds of Prey. Oh, I didn't see Birds of Prey. Garbage. You don't need to watch it. It's garbage. Yeah, I assumed. It's, it's like... super, it's like, it's super garbage. Like, it doesn't even make my list of worst movies because it's so, it's just worthless, worthless movie. He was in that, played by, oh. you'd, you'd recognize the actor, but, but he would be cool to, like you said, give him a more prominent role, but not the main bad guy. Yeah, I think the main bad guy is probably going to be one of the, you know, but who do you do? You know, if, if you do the Riddler, you got Penguin, like you can't really do Mr. Freeze or anything. You can't, you can't go. I feel like this, but then again, I said the same thing about like Iron Man, like when they did, when they announced like Cap and Thor, I'm like, how you can't bring Thor into this, you know, and it, that worked. But. That worked. There's way you can make anything work. Anytime I hear like, you know, when, when Watchmen was going to be made into a movie and they're like, you can't make Watchmen into a movie. Yes, you can. You can make anything into a movie. It may be, it may not be good where it may, you know, I really love Watchmen, but Watchmen was better than I expected. It to be. Especially the director's cut is phenomenal, but you can make anything into a movie. It's not, there's no, like, there's no untouchable thing. That's too good or won't translate. Well, it just depends on how you do it. <laughs> what we're talking about this week that's a great yeah I mean, seriously you can do it <laughs> should you do it i don't know like i don't know maybe not. you know we'll see but anyway i just wanted to retouch on that since i had watched that deleted scene and i think a lot of people like like i didn't like when i initially saw that actor and i was like oh, i hate that actor the scene feels shoehorned we don't need it i know that i'm the i'm in the minority of like when when i when that got posted I noticed people loved it. Oh, really? Yeah, I I didn't see a lot of people hating on it. I was like, am I taking crazy pills? Like, what's going on? I thought it added like a really cool dimension to Batman that we see in the comics a lot where he like go. He does exactly that. He goes to one of the criminals and says, look, shut the fuck up, but answer my questions. Because I I just I just hated the performance. I completely hated the performance. But, you know, that's me. It's subjective, you know, of the Joker, not not Batman in that scene. Right. Or what? No. Yeah. Of of the Joker. Yeah. It's weird. I I didn't I didn't mind it. It was it was it was very like seven, you know, which the whole movie was kind of had a seven. I I don't understand this. And I get doing it a couple of times. But like, I I don't get the choice to make Joker like gritty and all scarred up and like grizzled grizzled yeah Yeah. like that's what's cool about is he wears nice suits and he's clean and he's like you know like he's he's a exact opposite of batman so batman's supposed to be in the shadows like fucking like grumpy and shitty and he's bright and colorful and happy like it's not that he's like like crazy and evil and just laughs like he's you know nicholson was i think approaching that yeah, I think the arist- he's the closest the aristocratic, to- not aristocratic, but like the the clean version of joking that you're. Yeah, you're I mean, I, I think I mean, everybody says Mark Hamill's is the best. I would love to see a live action version of Absolutely. like that. Like, I think that's the best balanced, yeah. you know, where, yeah, he's like murdering people and everything. But he also like wears a hand buzzer and stuff. And, yeah. you know, I think that I would love to see that. And I really thought that that was the direction that Nolan would have taken. I liked I mean. Heath Ledger's, I mean, yeah. Heath Ledger's Joker is my favorite performance ever, but by an actor to see like a tuxedo wearing, you know, he's still a, a gross murderer, 
but he's wearing he's slick the Cesar Romero yeah you know? well I don't know why they don't do that or mix yeah mix Cesar Romero with Jack Nicholson make him just a little less goofy and I think you've got a brand new fresh Joker that nobody yeah they just nobody's ever doing. seen but everybody knows you know yeah, and yeah and they just keep going to this like the, like the more grizzled the the, the last the last I mean I yeah. hated Jared Leto's even in Snyderverse, like, hey, let's give him like long. That's the other thing they do with like it annoys me about Batman, but especially annoys me the Joker is everybody wants to do their take on Joker, but nobody there's no base like they've never done the Joker. Yeah. You know, it's like we've got all these like variations and we don't have the the real one. Right. You know, can you imagine, dude, like Batman, like imagine like a dinner party in the Nolan one where where he introduces himself to the dinner crowd, you know, mm-hmm. that scene. Imagine like a dinner party like that going on with all the socialites and aristocrats and whatever. Harvey Dent as, as DA is there and he walks over to a guy who has his back to him, but he's wearing like a, a dark, dark purple tuxedo. Yeah. Like and even maybe a top hat and he like taps him on the back on the shoulder or whatever. And he turns really slowly and it's just like this dude with white skin, sharp pointy nose, giant grin on his face, but nothing almost more like a um, Willem Dafoe, no prosthetic. Just find somebody with like that Willem yeah. Dafoe look and he, or even get Willem Dafoe. And like I, he, I, I he, said that years ago, but yeah. I think he's too old now. And he like know. turns, you know, he turns slowly and, it, and it's dark and he's just not boisterous. He's not overbearing. He's very subtle. He, he knows what he's doing. He's got his plan. He's meticulous, but he has that slight unhingedness where his laugh, get, he gets carried away with his laugh every once in a while. Like, let's have a, just do something like that. It's a familiar looking Joker, but it's a personality that we've never seen for him. You know, I, I would yeah. love to see that. And I think you could do Willem Dafoe in something like that. Yeah. I, and also, I mean, he's, I mean, the way he plays Goblin, is yeah. pretty close to how he would do it. You know, I, I think he could definitely do it. Totally. It's just that he's, uh, who knows, you know, but I, I saw don't, some, I saw some fan art of Defoe as Joker. And yeah. It was like phenomenal. I mean, it, it's just, yeah, I don't see them doing that version of Joe. I don't see them doing that version of any, any of the characters. I mean, look what they did with Riddler. Like Riddler is traditionally like the same thing, like a bright colored, like, Hey, I, I, I wears a, you know, is very flamb- not flamboyant, but like has, you know a suit yeah. with a million question marks on it, a giant <laughs> question mark cane you know he's very i forget the, the word you know and they made him like a sex pervert serial killer <laughs> like, which is fine <laughs> i mean it worked it definitely like i was i was i dug it once it was you know yeah but i don't mind them changing it up but change it up and like, i don't either but like i mean jesus christ like by the time like like by the time my kids are old enough batman's gonna be like to watch these movies like batman's gonna be like snuff porn like every it, it keeps getting like edgier yeah. and grittier and like gross and it's just like man come on you know Can't i think we have, they, like, a i think fun? after i think this trilogy or this this era of batman that we're in i really think i really hope that they do take it far you know take it at least a trilogy i don't i don't need to see it in like a expanded universe or anything like that i don't want to do it like Nolan, keep it contained, do it three movies, four movies, whatever you want to do. But then when that's done and, and do this, this serial killing grizzled grossness world, do it. But then when it's done, 
somebody needs to really hit on like the Jim Lee era of that yeah. aesthetic or even Ooh, Grant Morrison, you know, do like blue cost, do the blue and gray. Yeah. Like just have him wear a blue suit for yeah. once. Yeah. I think that would be great. That's my, I mean, I like the blue. That's my, my personal favorite Batman costume is the blue yeah. and the gray uh, uniform and the yellow bat. Yeah. Hush. I mean, Hush was, is my favorite Batman universe. And, 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 you know, the character of Hush aside, but that, that sort of Batman, yeah. blue, the blue, gray, the yellow. And you could do, and you can do it, make, make it, it doesn't be like gritty, gritty, like, but you can do like, like Halloween is the perfect mix of like, it's silly, but it's also like serious. Like yeah. it's, it's guys run like the Mad Hatter is in that, you know yeah. what I mean? Like you'd have to have a calendar man and shit like that, but yeah, like just embrace like, yeah, it's a little silly. It'll that change. Is, Every era yeah. changes. I mean, look at, you know, if if Ben Affleck had gotten his own movie, that would have been the closest to yeah a comic book, you know, that we had, that we'd get, I think. It, but the, that's another one where they want to instead of being like, hey, let's do let's kill Robin just like just to make him like for no reason, like just so that we can have one shot of him being like one shot of the, the Robin costume all spray painted up that says ha 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 and it like. Yeah. For what? Well, the, that was for, an older for, bat, that was an older Batman who had failed. You know, I know, but then you've just wasted Robin. Yeah, I think that Robin would have absolutely fit in that universe had they done him. But we'll get we'll get Robin. I don't think that. I don't know if 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 Robin fits with Pattinson. Pattinson's not old enough. I I don't think so either. I, you know what? I I think you know. Let let's say he's like twenty five or whatever. I think that's the perfect time to bring in Robin when he's like 20, when he's been doing it for like five years. So he's not like, because the thing is like, it gives him something. To, it, it, it's, it's, it's a criminal. They haven't done it. Yeah. It, 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 it brings in so much. It gives him something to like lose. Yeah. It gives him like, it gives him this like ultimate, okay, well I, I like, it gives him responsibility. Like right now he's not, you know, he has no reason to not go out there. Yeah. I think, I mean, we'll get it someday. The only way it works with Pattinson is if they inter- you can introduce a very young Dick Grayson in the next movie, but he doesn't, yeah. he doesn't like take him in until the end of the third movie. Cause by then maybe Pattinson will be old enough and he can, and his character can develop. But right now he's too, he's too, he's only been doing this two years and he's too young. But that's but, what I mean. It's like, he needs to be in a spot where like he, he like to have him be like, he's been doing a long time and he's good at being Batman. And then he gets some, I think it's more boring than he's not, he's not necessarily ready for, to take on a ward, but like yeah. he doesn't have a choice. It's that, or this kid is going to go be a bit vigilante on his own. Yeah. I, I think you I could, know. you could do it. Uh, you, you have to lighten it up a bit. I think, I think you have to change the whole character of Bruce Wayne that we were introduced to, which was a Bruce Wayne that didn't care about Bruce Wayne. And right. I think that, I think, or a Batman that didn't care about Bruce Wayne. And I think that that would change it, that whole character. Cause I liked that the focus was on Batman. You know, I like yeah. that. I, I think so. like, and, and there's a lot about that movie that where I was like, I'm okay with this because it's year two Batman. Yeah. Like I don't like, like I wouldn't, if he killed people, well, I don't want him killing people, but he's, he's got lessons to learn. He's not done, you know? Yeah. So I'm okay with all this. Shit. Like, there's a lot that I let it off the hook for that would annoy me in a different movie. I'm glad it's there. I can't wait to rewatch it. I've been dying to since we 
did watch it, but I haven't had time. I wonder. I wonder what they're gonna do with that Penguin TV show. Like, are they gonna bring that's in weird. other villains and stuff? Or I think that's a bad move. But that's the thing now is to give the villain a its own their own vehicle, their own picture, whatever. So who knows? Because then when the next movie rolls around, how does Penguin fit in? I don't well, know. I don't think Penguin is gonna ever, especially in this universe, he's never gonna be the main villain. Like, I think he'll be like you said with Joker. I think you're right. He's gonna be a guy that runs an establishment that criminals hang out at and he's going to probably have a part in the movie but but also how know. do you do a penguin show without bringing batman in every once in a while i mean they did they did a shitload of you know movies <laughs> like like that already like you know they did suicide squad and they did you know birds of prey where everybody's just like oh you just miss batman like you know <laughs> it reminded me of uh 300 do you see the 300 sequel yeah it, it's it's not it's not bad and the 3d was pretty good no, it's but, not at all yeah but every scene is like, oh, you just missed Leonidas. He was yeah. just here ten minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, or like scenes, scenes like from the first movie happen, and then like once Leonidas leads, that it, it was just so. Because wasn't the sequel taking place simultaneously to the first? It they were, it, they were just of. a different legion or something. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I I, for, I forget exactly, but yeah, kind yeah. of. All right, man. Uh, yeah. Th- thanks for indulging me. I just wanted to yeah, touch sure. on that. Um. Should we get to this? This opus. Let's do it. So for the letter R, Kevin had, uh, he picked Repossessed from 1990, Leslie Nielsen. So if, if you're listening to this, you don't know who Leslie Nielsen is. Go Google that guy and just pick a movie. He doesn't get it. I mean, he, he, he passed, he passed like, God, you gotta be at least, at least 10, 10 years ago. 10 years ago. Um, but he doesn't get enough credit as being as comically intuitive as he was at the age that he was um, and not being like a writer or director like Mel Brooks, he was the actor. So he was the guy who was responsible for, you know, relaying what the portraying these characters almost his whole career. I can't remember. Well, he was a serious actor. Yeah, he he was uh, at the beginning. Yeah. I guess. But in his older age, like at the time he was making these movies, this type of comedy was like the only, like everybody loved this type of comedy. And he did it so well. Naked Gun, like I mean, Naked Gun, Airplane, Airplane. I mean, yeah, which slapstick spoofy movies? Airplane to Naked Gun. There's 15, 20 years difference in there. So he was doing this for a while. Airplane was like in the early 80s, right? I think so. Naked Gun was was, in like the early 90s, maybe. So 10 years. No, no, Naked Gun. The first Naked Gun was was I think mid 80s. Was it? I want to say yeah. Yeah, okay. the first Naked Gun was because right. it was a TV show first. Was it Naked Gun? Yeah, was yeah, it was called Police Squad. Oh, okay. That's yeah. why the first the first movie was called Naked Gun from the files of Police Squad. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. I knew he did Police Squad. I didn't know. Yeah, that, that was a spin it, out. Police Squad is basically Naked Gun, the TV show. Awesome. Yeah, I mean, he. I remember my dad showing me these those movies and just laughing my ass off. It's like, yeah, I mean, I love these. I love Hot Shots. I love. Yeah. You know this whole genre of but they, they don't really make these anymore and when they do like the scary movies and the that's what i was gonna say the yeah. not another teen movie like those they're they're trash they're yeah. just it's not the same thing or or are we just adults now <laughs> you know uh i think probably a little bit of both i remember i've only seen like who knows which scary movie i've seen but they're all the same i am a fan of like the wayne's humor yeah um, well they only did the first two but they only did yeah and so it just kind of like gets watered down as it goes on and more dumb. There's yeah, they don't do that anymore because it 
it took a lot of distastefulness to get to involved, you know, uh, this movie, it wasn't as cringy as I thought it would be. Oh, really? I don't think so. Do you think, do you think it was? Well, you, you had never heard of it, right? No, I had heard of it. I had never seen it. Let me, let me real quick. Let yeah. Me yeah. Read, yeah. Let me read, read off. The... So our, we're going to, I'm going to read the back of the VHS just to give you guys an, an idea of where we're, what we're talking about. It says ready for a devil of a good time. Linda Blair will scare you silly when she's repossessed. So Linda Blair was the chick in the exorcist. She, she was the ultimate will always be the ultimate and first just possessed chick. That was, <laughs> that was, that was spooked yeah. and redone so many times. Blair stars in this uproarious laugh fest with Leslie Nielsen, uh, the deadpan comedy hero who pr- provided loop de loops of laughter in airplane and rapid fire hilarity in the naked gun in the naked gun. Uh, the fun begins when grown up Blair starts spewing curses and pea soup. This is a job for an ex ex exorcist Nielsen. So he gears up to battle the, uh, the spirit world and finds he must also outwit a pair of phony TV evangelists, including Ned Beatty trying to cash in on the exorcism biz, get repossessed. You won't be able to get the laughs out of your system. That's pretty accurate. <laughs> yeah. I was, who wrote that? That's I a don't terribly know, written. It was like somebody's cousin. Yeah. That's, some, but that's wild. Yeah. I mean, it, it explains the plot, I guess. They're almost treating it or it's like they got the permission to treat it as like a type it, of sequel. to. It's, the a, it's essentially a sequel to yeah. the exorcist. I mean, it, it's, it's not the Blair's movie. exorcist sort of, but it, I mean, there's a big thing that happens in the exorcist that wouldn't allow for this to happen but what? spoilers for the exorcist uh the priest the priest dies in the exorcist yeah. <laughs> at the end and i think that's why they start this shot with him falling down the stairs and then being like oh and getting up and being like <laughs> Dude. you know and he even looks like him dude that was that was my biggest not to say there weren't other laughs that was my biggest laugh i love but- when somebody is doing something and then it just keeps going on <laughs> And he's falling down and it's just, they keep showing it just from a different angle and it's just nonstop. I love that. That's, yeah. So yeah, my experience with this movie was, I mean, I think it's out when I was nine or 10. I had it on tape. I watched it a f- million times. I mean, I saw this before I'd even heard of the exorcism. You know what I mean? Like sure. I, this is, this is my extra introduction into exorcism. Yeah. Like, which is wild. And for a 10 year old, this is a perfect movie because I wonder if the jokes were like, if the jokes were hack, then like, if I wonder if people were rolling their eyes at some of these jokes then, and I just hadn't either hadn't heard the jokes yet, you know, like I didn't know they were hacked because I hadn't heard them before. Like the John Hancock joke. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't even really get that joke as a kid, but I knew it, it. that's the other thing. Like if it, if it was something that I don't didn't get, I assumed it was hilarious. <laughs> you know, I probably did the same thing. I mean, I, as a kid, I think you do that. I mean, yeah. you know, it, the adults are laughing. It must be funny. Yeah. But I mean, no, no adults were watching this with me. Yeah. <laughs> like, they were like, I mean, do you even, remember laughing? Were no, while oh, I remember this? laughing my ass off of this movie. Okay. Yeah. But no kids would watch this with me either. This movie is every single thing that's said in this movie, almost literally every single thing is a joke. It's a gag. Yeah. Or a gag. And, and, and they set up like things like, like, I, I think the one, the younger priest, I think they named him Luke. Yeah. <laughs> just 
to so have, they could do Star Wars just jokes. so they could do like like <laughs> Star Wars jokes, or like they put they put uh, Linda Blair in a blue dress just so they can sing Devil in a Blue Dress at the end of the movie. At the end of the movie, sure. I, no, I'm sure. I think the comedy, the written, the written comedy for this movie in the script, I think it was absolutely all intentional. I think that maybe a third of it landed. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a third of it. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I um, laughed plenty of times, but it was fine. It was for what it was. I mean, I didn't, it was, I, I, I'll agree with you that it wasn't once it started, I was like, oh man, this might be really cringy. <laughs> cause I was curious if I, cause I haven't seen it in at least 20, at least 20 years. Yeah. Um, and it's, fuck, I was in high school 20 years ago, so I might not have seen it in 25 years. Yeah, I was just really curious if it would hold up because some movies don't like I'm afraid to watch Men in Tights. Oh, I know? just watched it the other day. It, it holds yeah. up. Yeah. Well, it holds up. But like, do you think not, if you saw it for the first time today, it you wouldn't would, laugh as much. It definitely right. has a nostalgia to it. Spaceballs is like that, too. Spaceballs I love. And I hated that movie when I first saw it. Um, I've grown. Spaceballs has grown on me exponentially. My wife loves that. And I know I've just said this before. Never seen Star Wars. Yeah, she's a maniac. I know that. <laughs> um, Men in Tights is definitely, I would say, Mel Brooks' weakest. But you think? What do you think? Maybe. I don't know. I really loved that movie when it was new. Um, you should watch it. It was just on the other day and I had it on. There's just, there's not, it came out as a spoof of Kevin Costner's Robin Hood. Yeah. And I loved that Robin Hood movie. I haven't seen that in years. So I, I stayed away from this for a long time from men in tights there's a lot of that like where something will be i was just i was i think i was yeah i was watching the simpsons an hour ago you forget like things that were huge around this time like massive are in everything around this time like like in the same way like the matrix culturally yeah like the matrix the matrix thing where like you know the the matrix kick was in for yeah for five for five years Every movie, it, what, it, people were ripping off and people were spoofing it. Sure. Like it was everywhere. Yeah. But that at least is an iconic shot. Like that's going to live on forever. But like, like I'm watching The Simpsons now and they have a whole big long joke about you can't handle the truth from yeah. a few good men. And that was, <laughs> I mean, that was everywhere. Sure. That was a huge, huge it was. line. Yeah. It's going to be lost on generations because the few good men didn't. It's just the, it's, the appeal is lost. The mass audience is an appeal. Appeal isn't there for that. Yeah, yeah, it's not Forrest Gump. It's not like you know what I mean. It's not the Matrix. It's not the, the Matrix. Thing. Yeah, it's right. not the Matrix. It's it's just it's just a movie that was popular for a year. Yeah, it's, but it was huge, and the people that were watching The Simpsons were mostly like our parents at the time. Yeah, the kids were watching it too. But I mean, I got the getting back getting then. the jokes. Most of it was the parents because kids weren't watching yeah. A Few Good Men. You know, sure, but like you look at, I mean, I don't know there's great poupon jokes and stuff like there's, <laughs> you know what i mean like I love that, that is like insane like, there's a great poupon joke in wayne's world and it's like what are you this commercial is not going to be on in a year yeah what are you doing i mean it was but a it's, very popular you know commercial. it's it's latching onto a cultural that stuff doesn't happen anymore the not only are what you're saying like about things sticking doesn't happen anymore but it's because we don't have these little cultural pop culture blips that like where's yeah. the beef well, like, you know, I mean, look um, at, like when Jersey Shore was popular, everything did a Jersey Shore episode. You know what I mean? Like every like stuff I, like that. I never got it. I have no no reference for that. I don't I've never seen the show, but I noticed that other shows I watched yeah. commented on or even I was going to bring up scary movie. Scary. Have you ever seen scary movie, too? I know you said you said they kind I'm of sure I out. have I don't the know. first the first 10 minutes of scary movie, Two is just an exorcist. Booth. That's all it is. OK. And it's yeah, Woods I, in it. 
doesn't oh yeah the flies and doesn't he yeah. bang the no they he have sex or something he comes in and he poops while he's like oh, with okay. all the flies and then it honestly i think it's the funniest scene i think he delivers a, a, a line that's funnier than anything in this movie or anything in out the, the other scary movie movies he just comes in the room and andy richter is like the younger priest he walks in the room and he looks like max von Sydow. like yeah. he you know but yeah. he comes he comes in uh reagan's head like spins and he just like his delivery is great he just goes fuck this and he leaves <laughs> I've never seen that in the theater, and the whole theater lost. <laughs> like, That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's great. To, and like, he's only in the beginning of it, right? Yeah, it's yeah. and same with Andy Richter. But like, yeah. and you'll love it. There's another joke that's like, oh yeah, they just it just goes on forever. Like, but yeah, I thought that that first ten minutes of of scary movie two is better than this. Although I like I liked it. It was fine. It wasn't. It was super stupid. Well, this <laughs> was, didn't this didn't really go. Yeah, the Linda Blair character is, is is there through the whole movie, but this doesn't focus on this doesn't focus on spoofing the horror aspects. No, it really is barely a spoof of the yeah, exercise. Exactly, exactly. Because like, you get in, you get deep into the, like the evangelists, um, yeah, stuff. Which you know, I don't know if you remember, but I grew up a big chunk of my uh, grade school was in North Carolina, and so the Tammy Faye Jim Baker stuff was like front and center you know yeah. you know them they yeah, just knew, did a movie. I, yeah they just did a movie about them i mean i mean i knew they were i know who they were they they played them on you know tv but and that's what these two are ned Beatty and his wife yeah that's the spoof there so that's that's another one of those things where people today that tammy Faye uh, movie came out and somebody famous is in it i forget who but plenty of people have said like i've heard them say like who's that who are tammy Faye and jim baker well and yeah but and i'm but like Angela- what? evangelical tv like people are so like you know joel Osteen's still around and you know right but i'm saying it's the just scandal not- the scandal aspect of it it was another one of those cultural blips that didn't live on like what yeah. you were saying earlier and so for them to spoof that it's one thing to spoof the exorcist which will always be one of the all-time greatest sure. horror movies of ever but that scandal the tammy faye jim baker scandal was one of those blips that people watching this now are like it just it wouldn't register yeah not that it, it needs to but but there i mean yeah you you get that they're ned Beatty. i wonder how they got him to do this man you know uh superman superman 2 or whatever uh, it was yeah he isn't yeah that's right you know he's a, he's a, he's an exorcist too as well he's in exorcist he's in the second one. Oh, that's the one that's really bad right it's not that it's bad it's just not like it's boring i've only seen it once i thought it was boring it kind of like expands the lore a little bit but it's like it's not i don't know I've actually, I'm going to lose street cred, but I've actually never seen The Exorcist all the way through, like in one sitting. And I've only seen clips of three, which everybody says is three solid is solid. Yeah. Three is three is good Two, You could totally skip two. I want to, I want to sit down with them sometime. I would sit down with one and I, I, yes, one is a legitimate, good, good, good movie. Absolutely. Like. It, I think, I don't know if it won Best Picture. I know it was up for it and it yeah. like deserves it. It's a really good fucking movie. Sure. I have um, to be in a mood to do exorcisms, though. You know, I, I always say the same thing when it comes to The Exorcist, but then once, uh, once it's on, I'm like, yep. Okay. This movie kicks fucking ass. I'm sure. I'm sure. As far as the, with the, um, the evangelists, though, some of my favorite stuff in this movie was with them 
of course the we're back to, we're back to killing dogs in this in this movie <laughs> i forgot about that part i think that was my favorite part as a kid i forgot about it and when he did it uh, i that was one of the only times i i laughed out loud twice, twice. the one with the wood chipper and then, yeah, and the then he feeds the, the other one with the snake and i was dying the second time but even like, better that than that great even better than that though man was like for people who haven't heard our first season i think almost every movie we watched killed a dog yeah which it was just insane but almost better than that was when she's like yeah i know something like you know she's like something's wrong with my ensemble or whatever she's like do you mind if i change do you mind if i change quick? really quick and yeah. she he's like hurry up she opens the closet and she's holding one of her little dogs she opens the closet and there's all these real little yeah she's got like three dogs ten hang, tiny little dogs hanging like, like chihuahuas like hanging in the closet alive yeah <laughs> actually like, real dogs <laughs> yeah there's probably a dozen in there and i mean that's looks, what i imagine paris hilton does is like yeah. okay i'm gonna go with what dog goes with my outfit today dude the looks on the dog's faces <laughs> is priceless i mean i took a video of my screen and i sent it to my sister with no context and she's like what are you watching <laughs> it's hilarious I do love that when Ned Beatty throws the fucking thing in the because they're driving and like there's a sweet toy and he throws it out the window into the wood chipper and the dog jumps out and jumps into the wood chipper. Yeah. I never noticed there's someone else in the car with them. Oh, like, like sitting across from them. Like there's a guy being like, hey, you got to get the numbers up or we're going to put your uh, ministry out of business. Yeah. And then like then, then he does that. And I'm, and I wish they would have just shown the guy being like, what the what fuck? The fuck? Dude? <laughs> what, what did you just do? Uh that was hilarious because it's all it's all and then the look on Beatty's face after he does it he's so proud yeah, yeah. it's hilarious and the dudes on the street are like at the wood chipper they're like looking at what the hell yeah yeah a bunch of pink fur comes shooting out of the wood chipper that's hilarious i like that like it's i don't know what it is i'm not i don't know the you don't right. like animals so yeah. it's not it's not even that i don't like them it's <laughs> like that i tell you what one of the hardest i've ever laughed in a movie it was an anchorman when jack black kicks the dog off the bridge oh yeah I, that's hilarious that's his state like i i thought i was gonna have a heart attack the first time i saw that yeah because you, yeah well now this happened he takes it dude <laughs> anytime you kick a small small living thing because there's that scene in um dead alive you know with the demonic baby yeah and there's a scene where somebody kicks it and and it's yeah. obviously a, a a doll it's it's the most <laughs> hilarious because it's the same with the dog when jack black it's a it's a stuffed dog yeah, it's clearly and, and you could clearly dog. tell but there's nothing i don't think more hilarious than having like a, a the real thing and then a quick cut and you kick like a doll i think it's hilarious yeah every time i see it go, go, ahead, go ahead no i was just gonna say about the a couple of the gags did you like did you have a Oh, yeah. I made a list of like, all right, these are the ones that landed for me okay, which for ones? a while in the beginning. I was like, shit, man, yeah. this might be pretty bad. Well, it started off. I don't know if you if you caught it, but at, even before the movie started, they're doing that like, you know, that THX sound where it goes. Yeah. The giant. And then and there's then like farts, a fart noise. <laughs> uh, that was good. And that kicks off the movie. And then it was like. Uh, the stair, the falling down the steps. And I was like, this is hilarious. But then when, yeah. it, when it got into Leslie Nielsen in the classroom, yeah, that's kind of where it lost me. And I was just like, you know, and it keeps cutting back to him as he's telling the story. And then he'll talk fourth wall style to the audience. And mm -hmm. I was just like, this is how we're going to do Nielsen. But then they finally do bring him into the story yeah. later on. The gags um, were 
hit and miss. The gags are weird because they're it's a lot of basically family guy jokes or like background jokes. And they're stupid. They're like, you know, they're like, oh, I just had a few cases of the flu come in. And like a guy walks in the background and has two giant boxes that say flu. Or like that, you know what? <laughs> what anyone got me was like, like, yeah, when she goes to the doctor, he's with a patient and he's like, okay, how's the new arm working out? He's like, oh, I love it. It's too bad that wrestler had to die for me to get it. Yeah. And then he goes, okay, I'll see you later. And then the arm like attacks him. <laughs> it's like I, doing wrestling moves on him. I actually really like that doctor scene because it was like when they kept going to the different doctors and then the one is clearly a woman with like a beard mustache. Yeah. What was that, that was, about? What's the joke there? Because the that, that's what I mean. Like the first two doctors had that same beard. It was okay. like, so it was just. <laughs> it, like he he looks at her goes hmm and like strokes his beard <laughs> and they go to another doctor who has the same beard and he's like hmm and then the third doctor is a woman and it's like okay hmm. and I, they, yeah. I thought that was hilarious like all of them having the same reaction <laughs> it was, stroking their beard i was just like it, good. i mean yeah it was and they're like i like little i like the little like like bad jokes almost like like i said the flu thing or like at one point like uh the younger priest is like reading a book and he's like Charles he's, Manson. He, yeah, he's like soul searching. And the book is called <laughs> Believe in Yourself by Charles Manson. Like, that's yeah. great. I, I wish I, w- I wish I could have been like the prop guy in the prop department yeah. for the because there was a lot of props that like like the Bible vending machine. That's yeah. a stupid joke. But you have to have a guy make that. Yeah. You know, yeah, totally. totally. And, and there's so many things like that in this movie. Like there's a little insurance machine that he get. like there's yeah. all these little things. I like some of the subtle stuff. Father, may I? sister sister brothers oh yeah i forgot about sister brothers uh and then when when he's like she's like talking to him and she's like he's like oh she's like father i need you to come by the house he's like okay what's your address seven three three sex drive <laughs> it's like the joke isn't is even, that even a joke like yeah i mean it yeah really it's like, is. like are for, you 11 yeah but for the <laughs> for the character to say my name is father may i okay you don't maybe that character in this universe doesn't get the joke but for a character to say I live on sex drive, like the the character would know what they're saying, you know, that it's ridiculous. But it, but they don't even care in this movie. They're just no. like, that's the address. Like every single thing was a joke, was a gag or a joke. It was insane. It was. That's the thing about these kind of movies is like there's so many jokes that a couple of them are going to get. You know what I mean? Like a couple of them are going to get you. So, yeah. If one of them is, if one of them doesn't land, like by the time you're like rolling on your eyes, we're already on to two other jokes. Yeah, you know? no, absolutely. I think the most cringy, if, if you even want to call it that, at least for me was, uh, the rap that father Luke did. Oh yeah. <laughs> this is of that time. It's like the, it's 1990s. Yeah, so like yeah. rap is kind of a fad still, or yeah. like, it's one of those things that like, it's one of those things that it, in 1990 yeah. people, it was cool. Or it was, it was almost like you were culturally, I hate this word, I don't, I, but culturally I, woke. Not you, even like, because it, it was clearly person. lame, like, right? I guess. But, but if a white person did a, did a rap like this at the time, it was, it was funny. It was like, or at it least is, it was yeah. accepted as funny, whether it was funny or not. But like, well, and I think rap was, this is what rap kind, I mean, it was better than this, but it was. It was still like that, that, what, what, um, that rapper's delight style. You know what I mean? Where it was sure. just like, or Debbie Harry, 
Like, yeah, like you could, you could do it. Or like it you, could, like a comedy writer could write a rap song. Sure. You and know, it, and, the, and it was funny because it was, it was a white person joking, uh, you know, like, yeah. And doing the, like, yeah. The shit. cross iron. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I laughed my ass off when he was doing it, but at the same time, I was like, I was like, wow, that's, rough. I couldn't even look at the screen. I was like, oh, Jesus. Oh Christ. man, that's rough. It reminded me of, because at this time in 1990, you were getting some awesome stuff in the, like the West, in the East coast, the West coast rap scene hadn't really come around yet, but East coast was getting like Eric B and Rakim and uh tribe called quest and like, which is some of my favorite stuff. So when I see this, it, it almost like, it's like, wow, man, you, how out of touch were yeah. we at the time, you know, to think that it, this is like a, like portraying that, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, it's just bizarre. It's like it's the so end of Elvira. Like when she, oh my God, <laughs> that's, oh my God. You know, it's, I love that. Well, that was even before this, wasn't it? 80, wasn't that 80? Yeah, that was before that. Yeah. Shit. It was. Um, I wanted to talk about the director and the cast a little bit. I didn't notice Bob Logan. I didn't. I didn't Bob Logan. Yeah. So he, it, what, I thought maybe he might have dated Linda Blair because he has four projects star Linda Blair that oh, are really? all very small. And she, you know, I, I think she had she had a hard time after The Exorcist. Yeah. She did work. Porn. She got in kind of like soft porn. porn. No, she did like, didn't she? No, there, I can Google right now and find nudies of her. I mean, she might have done nudity in a movie, but I don't think she had software porn. No, it was like, um, she, maybe it was Playboy. She did maybe, Playboy? maybe she might have done Playboy. She did something yeah. that was naughty. I don't know what it was. I know she got caught stealing. She got caught with cocaine. Whatever. She got I got caught buying cocaine. Whatever. I mean, she was like, she was young. <laughs> Who gives a shit? I mean, anyway. But it, first of all, I, she's. I think she's great in this movie. I think she's really. She good. really is actually. I think she really everything. Is. Yeah. I think all maybe not all of her jokes land, but like none of them are like, ooh, you don't. You wouldn't expect. She's she's keeping up with Le- Leslie Nielsen. Oh wow! No kidding. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of it. She did something. <laughs> she did something. I don't know what it was. Playboy or look something. That, look that up. Uh, but anyway. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, she's keeping up with Leslie Nielsen oh, as yeah. far as the like, you know, the stupid humor goes. But yeah, she so she had a few projects with him and uh, uh, Bob Logan. Though he, he like early in his career, he worked on a few like cartoon. Like he was one of the guys that developed that uh, that Ghostbusters cartoon, not real Ghostbusters, the like oh uh, the animation uh, one with the, the gorilla. Really? Yeah, he developed that. He was one of the big guys on New Battle Stars, which is like that's one of your shows, right? New battle? You talking about Battlestar Galactica? No, New Battlestar is the cartoon. I don't. Think I, I think it was that. like Cowboys in Space. When I saw the okay. the post, I was like, "Oh, that's funny." I thought that was one of your shows. Maybe so this is all like super early '80s stuff. Yeah, or and like then he worked on the Den- yeah, and then he worked on the Dennis the Menace cartoon, and then he okay. did this. What else did he do with Linda Blair? Um, he did one looks like a romantic comedy, Meatballs Four. She she's not in Meatballs Four, but he did do Meatballs Four, and that I forget I forget what the other two were. Okay. Um, besides this, also Father uh, Brophy, uh, Father Luke, the that actor guy was name, familiar. He was familiar. He did, and it drove me crazy. And I still don't really know what he was from. Like he's he's had bit parts here and there. Yeah. That actor's name is Tony Stark. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he goes by Anthony Stark. Okay. But Tony That's Stark. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. No, he's definitely. I don't think he ever really had a starring role in anything. But he was always around in like the mid to mid eighties to the. 90s. I mean, he still pops up, and he's. I guess he's been on the new MacGyver. I mean, I think he's just a working actor. You yeah, know? absolutely. Um, that's hilarious. That's his name. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, something like, especially a name like that. It's one thing, you know. Anthony Stark, like, Tony Stark. I totally agree with you about Linda Blair and her chops in this movie. And especially shame on me for not ever like sitting down and watching The Exorcist in full. But I've all, but she's done other movies, uh, Hell's Gate or something like that. I've watched and I've really, I've really dug her. Like, you know, I think she was in The Exorcist, which at the time was a massively popular movie. And especially being popular for the genre that it is which didn't happen mm -hmm. very often back then yeah. to get that much credit you know just spun her, and she was a kid yeah. for the most part a teen spun her in the wrong direction probably had some shitty parents or i don't know what and you know her career did what I it mean, did i'm sure i'm sure she got you know typecasts and yeah. you know i've always thought she was like super attractive though even when she was like yeah. demoned out and all that shit well, she's like 12 and when Oh, you mean in the movie? In, yeah, in this, and just like in the and stuff that I saw after. No, no, like okay. I said, I've never really seen it. But stuff that she did after, and and even in this, like I was like, and you know, like the scenes that when she gets possessed initially, when she's sitting in front of the TV, mm -hmm. and she has like these weird contact lenses, and her eyes go cross, and she turns her head. And <laughs> I have this weird thing about that. Like it's like, oh, I dig this chick. You know, it's it's really bizarre. <laughs> Which yeah. I wanted to I wanted to mention her husband, who is another Tom super Sharp familiar dude. Act, yeah, I, I thought the same thing. Looked him up. He had not anything. I mean, he's another guy. Just been, been I think Order I know him from commercials. That. I think he did. Yeah, that could be it. 80s like fast food or toy commercials. But he was I thought he was hilarious. He was a really good like in this. I thought he was a really yeah. good like side whatever. Yeah, kind of like a Chevy Chase light kind of humor. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know. I love the scene where she's like when she initially gets possessed and she goes into the bedroom and she's like flopping around the bed. She's like, make it stop. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then just turns out that grabs the remote. Yeah. The bed does that. What are you going to do? do? I hate you know, this it, thing. Yeah. It's it's uh, yeah. It's it's like I said, I don't know if that's just an obvious joke. And, you know, and at the time, like watching the 10, I didn't get that. I didn't understand totally. that like people have beds that did that. Did people ever actually have beds? I know that like, you know, you they'd have hotels where beds yeah. vibrate and stuff, but like hotels, I don't think that you would have a bed like this in your house that was so <laughs> so violent. You know. Well, yeah. <laughs> did you I wanted to ask you about the I don't know what scene it is. What scene is it where oh, I guess it's the beginning. They eventually want to perform the exorcist on national television. Yeah. The exorcism on national television. So they have this almost like a red carpet thing. And mm -hmm. there's that scene where the paparazzi are like, oh, it's Sean Penn. Yeah. They never show him, but somebody gets out of a limousine and just starts like tossing reporters. Yeah. Like, people are getting punched in the face and flying. Is that because he was, was that like when it started his whole like. Yeah. He punched a couple of guys in the paparazzi. Like, I think. I mean, I remember that being news kind of. Big news. Yeah, it was pretty funny. And there was also the paparazzi scene where the guys like got the the leaf blower on the sidewalk, and they're just tumbling like paparazzi. Yeah, they're they're like oh, rolling down the sidewalk. Homeless guys. You know what? Maybe they were. I don't know. Yeah. Right. Right after that, they they spoof, and it's one of the only times in the whole movie where they spoof like a a real shot, like a real thing from the from the movie. I mean, there's things in this that like refer to the other one, yeah. but it's not like in, in, in scary movie, they recreate the shot, you know, like, and so you really get the sense. This doesn't really do that. But the scene where the cab pulls up and then he gets out and like looks at the play, like it's, it's, it's like the iconic, 
shot. It's on the cover of the box of The Exorcist. You know, the joke in this and in Scary Movie Two are almost exactly the same joke. Really? Yeah. The ca- in this, the cab drives away and then pulls back, and he goes, "You call that a chip? A, a tip? You cheap bastard!" And then drives away. That's the joke. Is that he left? He left the cabbie a shitty tip. That's awesome. In Scary Movie, James Woods gets out of the cab, like looks at the place. And then just ditches the kid, just runs away. And he's like, hey, you, didn't, you gotta pay me, you bastard. That's awesome. I wanna yeah. watch that again just for James Woods. I wanna see. It, I mean, it's worth it. It's I it's it's eight minutes long. He doesn't really do he doesn't really do comedy. No, and like he's having a blast. Yeah. Yeah, he's really good. He's already a maniac. So, like in the hands of like whoever did yeah. scare the Wayne's brothers, did did they do that one? Too? Yeah, they did the second one. Fuck. But like, I mean, he and he doesn't give a fuck like he's in the movie for five minutes and for three of it he's like he's like shitting like in dumb and dumber <laughs> like he didn't give a fuck it's why and andy richter's in in it we'll just watch it it's funny i'll it, check it out definitely did you catch the this movie did a lot of blatant music ripoffs did you catch those oh yeah yeah did yeah. you catch the nxs one devil yeah. inside yeah it's well there was chasing the devil and it was like the music is almost verbatim. I'm surprised they got away with it. Uh, well, I, I mean, everything's like that. I, I was surprised. I, I thought of you twice because they do. You know, they do. I know you like your when your movie has a theme <laughs> and preferably like a rap song. Like, you know, yeah, this has two. like it has the opening song where they're singing like repossessed and whatever. Yeah. But then the during the credits, there's a full on like another rap song about that talks about the the entire plot of the movie yeah <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah the music in this movie was like this whole it was bizarre and it added to when you look at leslie nielsen movies like the naked gun stuff all that there's a level of quality to those movies yeah that i felt this one was this severely severely lacking yeah didn't you I agree like this was definitely like it was just it it felt it felt like the jokes were like what if what if I do this or I don't know you know and just the quality of the movie I was surprised that it was like this got a legitimate theatrical release right oh yeah uh, I I couldn't find the budget I don't know what they spent on it opening weekend it made two hundred and sixty six thousand dollars the total gross was one uh basically one point four million that's it so this it it was a bomb it was a big 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 bomb. Really? I can't imagine them having to pay. Well, I guess. I don't know. I mean, yeah. any movie's going to cost like a million bucks. Like, Back then? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I don't know because it's like their budget had to have been dirt. Sure. Other than, other than paying Leslie Nielsen might have gotten a check and Linda Blair. Yeah. The rest uh, of them were probably working for scale or something. I, I bet they had to pay uh, Jesse Ventura and Mean Gene. I mean, they, they were probably, yeah. at, at 1990. They were they were big. Were they? I mean, Mean Gene was the announcer for WWF. Yeah, you know, I guess. What do you think about those guys? Uh, it was it was it was great to see them. It was funny. Yeah. yeah, I thought they were good. Actually, I think of all maybe even worse than the rap song was some of the stuff that Ventura said was like really, really like what sort of looking for misogynistic, I guess. Sure. Which I guess was his character at the time. Yeah, I don't know. I guess yeah, didn't even read. Maybe it's because I it, like it was already in my head. But like, oh yeah, I you know what? It threw me off because I forgot about that. Where he goes like, nice tits though. Yeah, like me, I think stuff Mean like Gene that. Yeah, that. I mean, Gene, 
wasn't me, Gene. It, it was in, it was in, it was in passing. Like it was just right. like, yo, no, she's gonna take him out and he's gonna do this. Yeah, nice tits though. Yeah, all right, go back to you. <laughs> yeah, like, totally. and I was just like, I never noticed they said that. I never like my. I had friends at the time. Well, I guess this was before that too. I never got into the the wrestling scene. It just was. I got into resonated. it. Uh, I got into it later. Wasn't, wasn't Mean Gene more classy than the rest of the group? What do you mean? His character. He wasn't he, like he, a dirty mouthy wrestler like uh, no he was he was like, like a straight Ventura was yeah yeah his, his job was to his job was to interview the wrestlers yeah and the wrestlers were the ones that were you know fucking maniacs the way they were. Yeah, yeah why do you think that of all people they chose ventura probably because he would do it you know they probably went to hulk hogan he was like no <laughs> and i mean a guy out of all the personalities like you know guys like ultimate warrior can't do it under the giant can't do it you know, because and under the giant has like a crazy accent. Yeah. Ultimate Warrior just screams. And, you know, what about he, uh, Roddy Piper? Why do you think they didn't go to him? I don't know. I mean, I don't know. He, he was kind of legit at this. He point. could do it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this is around that time. Um, Rod Roddy Piper could have done it. I mean, me and G, or Jesse Ventura is just a much bigger dude, too. Like he looks like a was he a big deal at this point? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Jesse the body was a big deal, and but by 1990, yeah, he was he was big. Okay. I mean, he he was already in Predator. Yeah. at this point, that's true. He looks in when I when I look at him in this movie, and I think about Predator in this one, he looks way younger for some reason. But Predator was like because he doesn't years. have his, he doesn't have a beard. Yeah, he's my and yeah. Talk about misogynistic, man. Yeah, seriously, that's, that's all. But he's he, also one of my favorite parts in that movie. He's the Predator. best. He's a yeah. goddamn sexual tyrannosaurus. <laughs> So he does have some of the best. He lines. pulls off some of those lines like, like they're not insane. You know yeah, what I mean? Like totally. they're not the most. In, if someone said them to you in person, it wouldn't be the craziest thing anybody's ever said to you. Every Absolutely. line he has is like, yeah, I'm, um, I'm, I like Jesse the body. Yeah, you know, not to get off on too big of a tangent, but you know, you know his show. He had a, he had a show about um, conspiracy theories. Really? Like when? Yeah. When? Uh, a couple of years ago. So post governor. Yeah, post governor. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, show. I think it was on Sci-Fi. I don't remember. Well, he lost his fucking mind at some. But point. he he went. But there, I, what I do remember, and I'm probably there's probably more context than I'm giving it. But basically, he did an episode on the JFK papers and or like on, on the documents, and then because they a lot of them like it hasn't been released, and he just went to like like the House of Records or whatever, like with a camera crew, and was like, "We want to see the paper," and they were like, "What? Get the fuck out! What are you talking about, man?" And like went <laughs> and got in an argument with security and all this shit, and they're like, "What?" And like just trying to get the JFK like yeah. like assassination information. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's awesome. Like just the idea. Like that, he had like, the right to. Yeah, like hey, yeah, we we, we yeah we've got we like to see the JFK papers. Like, what <laughs> are you out of your fucking mind? So the end of the movie is the the exorcism, which is just. <laughs> this weird lore like benny hill almost like yeah oh you when 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 it's jumping from body to body insanity yeah the whole the whole last what 20 minutes 15 minutes of the movie it's just like yeah. bananas yeah it's not and well okay before we get to that part yeah you want to talk about the the giant gym segment in the middle of the movie oh like, yeah 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 like with you talking about with jack lalane is, is that who the who the, the old the guy bodybuilder was the old guy well, the the guy at the gym, like the, his trainer. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh no, that's Jake. Uh, that's a real guy. Yeah, he's a real guy. His name's Jake something. And at the time, probably around this time, to like the mid nineties, he was like a big kind of break trying to break into acting, but a fitness dude. 
trying to think of somebody analogous to what he what he was like now but i I guess there people don't really get into like buff dudes anymore but he wasn't like he wasn't anything like really special he was on a was it an infomercial guy kind of he was also on a sitcom about that was like kind of like saved by the bell but not so he did a little bit of acting but yeah he's he, he he wasn't anything special he wasn't anything bad he was just kind of like a regular dude that was buff and trying to like get do acting um, but that whole gym scene was like it goes on forever it does and they 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 do every joke they can come up with like yeah. in that thing man it was i mean i put it in my notes like leslie nielsen's pink leot or unitard alone <laughs> was like just insane like i mean i i think it. they yeah I, that's kind of what i love about leslie nielsen is he's, he's willing to like go for it totally you know that's like, what he's I was not saying. like he's he, he can't be embarrassed absolutely that's what i was saying like he was so in touch with what was at the time funny. Yeah. Have, have you seen the the fart interviews that he does? No. I meant to send you this. <laughs> this is the funniest shit. Whatever it's that like, is, that's hilarious. He got, and it's so funny because it's so, it's something like maybe like you would think an uncle would do or like a fucking kid in your class. He starts, so he's like promoting movies that he does and, he, he's, and he's doing like junket interviews and he just brings a fart machine and keeps and keeps hitting it and and t- like basically the interview guys will come in and he'll be like i'm sorry i had i had some crazy uh salmon before you can't he says something <laughs> weird and they're like okay and then he just keeps farting he's like i don't i don't even care anymore just keep <laughs> with the questions and the interview guys are like what the fuck is going on <laughs> and they're like loud cartoon farts and fucking hysterical uh, that's hilarious <laughs> like and, and i don't think like like this wasn't like I, I, like no one told him to do this to like promote the movie just like he, bring, he brought it on like letterman and stuff like later like he after he did it for a while like just for kicks yeah he like brought it on, on like talk shows <laughs> so he was like a legit he was just out there to have fun like legitimately yeah yeah seemingly he was just yeah i'll send you this interview it's oh, fucking man. hilarious there's nobody else like that anymore you know not really just, like, i mean just not taking himself too seriously or the the I mean, acting business, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've got like, you know, Jack Black still does like stuff like, well, yeah, okay, I'll dress up in a leotard or whatever. Like, but nobody, nobody like this. Yeah. Nothing. Even guys like Jack Black. I mean, I, I, I used to really like Jack Black, you know, like Tenacious D and stuff. Yeah. But anymore, I still do. anymore but, he's just become, I don't know, just tired, contrived. Yeah. His humor feels contrived. Yeah. I know what you mean. But it, Nielsen, it, to do shit like that, or to do the movies that he did. It's like, especially at his age, it's like, hell yeah, dude. I mean, once he died and probably before, cause he did, he, he played the president in scary movie three and four. And I think those are his last movies, but once he died, this genre kind of died with him. Yeah. He was the they, king of it, man. I mean, they, I, yeah, they did. They still do. I guess they still do. They, like they did epic movie and all that shit like 10 years ago. But like, you know those weren't i remember i caught a few minutes of one of those and it was like these aren't even they're not even jokes they're just references okay like iron man shows up in a scene and it's just like yeah that's the joke it's iron man yep it was it it was really weird but uh you know like it or not yes the humor's dated in in a movie like this they were going for it yeah i mean they were oh man they were (laughs) whether it works or not i'll bet they i'll bet the, that uh pub logan the guy that wrote this i bet he wrote that gym sequence i bet he wrote that at the gym i'll bet he went to a gym <laughs> with a notebook and was like 
okay, I can do this. I can do that. Like, yeah. what if, what if he's like everything, like, you know what I mean? He's doing yoga at one point or, and, and like, there were so stupid. What did you say? What did you, he did Porky's four? Is that what you said? Meatballs four. Meatballs four. Cause there's a lot of like tit references or tit jokes and boob jokes. Yeah. The one, and when I was a kid, I remember thinking like when like the girl's boobs would explode, dude, that, that, was that was still hilarious. I thought that was still good. But it's like off camera, like, and it's not even like it's off camera, but it builds through the entire scene, which like you said, was really long. Yeah. But like it starts, she's like doing this like chest press and, her, <laughs> and her it just keeps just keep like bigger growing yeah. and growing. Like, and then until she, she explodes and, you can tell she's not an actor. Her face, because her face is like not the. There's no relevant expression on her face every time they cut back to her. Like she's not a. She's not acting to be a weightlifter. She's not acting to be like a porn anything. <laughs> she's just, like an she's extra. Just they there. just put this yeah, totally. prosthetic on. Totally. I thought that was still a good gag. Did you have the thing like, uh, you know how I brought up the Batman cage last week? Yeah. About how. Were you watching this like with all these exercise machines being like, that's not how that machine <laughs> no. works or like that wouldn't happen. Not at all. But like looking back on it, they, I think they did them correctly. Like, well, there's a leg machine. He's doing like the leg, like the thing squeeze. you squeeze. Yeah. Yeah. He shoots Luke like across the room. Like yeah. at one point I was like, yeah, I don't, the physics, that whatever. But it was, it was no, fine. I, I don't, I never, especially with the gym. Cause the gym actually, when you're in it as much as I've been in it, you see dudes that are doing the wrong thing. Like, yeah, doing, I, remember. I used to go using, to the gym all the time. And they're using yeah, these machines was... like, like they're ape monkeys that just walked out of the zoo. I, there was a time in my life where I would walk up and be like, Hey, just so you know, you're going to hurt yourself doing that. But now I like to just sit back and watch them be idiots, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and just be like, go at it, man do your thing and it's like watching this movie you know this scene but yeah this scene it was i mean i'm not saying i'm too long but it's it's probably the longest set piece in the movie yeah. it's a, you know the longest segment in the movie and father luke keeps getting like jacked up and like throughout the whole thing it's you know what's funny is every time because he's wearing long sleeves and you know he's wearing priest gear for most right. of the movie but every time that they show is like i think there's one part in this where he's wearing something he's wearing workout gear and then at the end when he's playing the drums like that dude oh yeah jacked yeah he was fit he was fit yeah he was in good shape i was like holy cow which brings me like i it was very strange that the entire like the way that they the way they get the exorcism to work is just by playing this song like singing this yeah. this whole song and dance number. they just sing devil with a blue dress and like leslie nielsen is just he's dressed like bruce springsteen i suppose it's, it's, I mean, he did. He does everybody. He does Michael Jackson. He does yeah. Elton John. He yeah. does, you know, that's right. They just the Mike, to eat up time. The Michael Jackson bit. <laughs> I don't know. It's just so. When you look, you have to look at these movies, which is one of the one of my favorite aspects of watch of why that we've chosen to do vintage movies for the most part, because you have to look at them at the time that they were made. Yeah. And what was going on culturally? What was funny? What was accepted? And what? what isn't today you can't judge any of these movies by what they were doing then yeah but i don't i don't think this one really it doesn't doesn't yeah this one yeah. this one but with, but with the with the michael jackson thing though it's like he michael jackson was you know fucked himself up so bad that he was 
kind of a white dude when he died. Oh, and yeah. even at the time, and he, he didn't was have very, a nose and yeah, yeah, I mean, and then that was all his doing. And there wasn't really another pop culture person like a black guy that, that Leslie Nielsen could have done without calling it blackface. So the fact that they used like Michael Jackson to do this, even though at the time he was massive, probably as big. I as didn't even been. think about that. You know? didn't even, no, I didn't even think about like that. He was doing. He wasn't though. That's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Like Michael Jackson had turned himself into a white person in so many ways. Yeah. That's kind of funny. It's almost like um, an extension of the joke. My, my one big thing that I, I kept, you know, so this is related to PG-13. Really? I don't. Yeah. Okay. And I remember this was, I mean, that's, most I probably brought this up people because there's two there's two, you know, nudity scenes in it. I, I thought there were more than that. No, no, there's the there's the no, there's just the two. Yeah, I mean, besides that, they don't really swear. They don't. Yeah. And I don't understand why. <laughs> like, I don't understand why they didn't just get the R rate. Like, why not go for why not just be a radar movie? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you've already clearly like you've got you've, you've got boobs in your movie. Yeah. You've got and they swear like crazy in The Exorcist. It, and like who's your, who's your audience and, yeah yeah like, but like and like you could yeah slapstick is slapstick but like you can get violent if you want you could get more violent if you, you know like if you, you making it radar would just it would up it you could well, stretch it out a little you know and that's what i'm saying when i was like it's almost like this movie didn't get they didn't put everything that a movie like this should get to make it as funny or as bonkers as it could have been if you'd given it, if you'd gone for the R rating, I think the jokes would have been a little more edgier. Maybe you could do a little bit more with them. Yeah, it kind of like doesn't. It's almost like it doesn't know what who who its audience is. Were the Naked Gun movies? What were those? I think the most might have been PG. Oh, really? Okay. I don't know. It for some reason, wrong. for some but reason, the, uh, like Hot Shots was like R. You know? Or, no, right? Hot Shots was PG thirteen. Was it really? Okay. Yep. Yeah, this uh, movie was just kind of like a weird like limbo kind of thing. Yeah, it was kind of between. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how to put it. You know, yeah. I mean, he's this is one of the Leslie Nielsen movies like Dracula Dead and Loving It. That's what I want to watch. He's got he's got these movies that are like, you know, like Naked Gun and Airplane. Those are like renowned classics. And then you've got these. I mean, he's got Mr. Magoo, but I wouldn't call that. Uh, I forgot ticket. about that. Damn. Yeah, he did Mr. Magoo. Thanks. And you know, yeah. what's so funny. The, the the yeah, that scene the um in the beginning that would you put, please pull down your dress scene? Yeah. I didn't get that joke at all, but I watched that scene about a million times and I watched it thinking like, as a kid, what is the joke? Like, why, <laughs> why would he ask her that in the middle of play? Is that a joke? Yeah. And I didn't get that. He meant like, no, pull the, the bottom part down because yeah. I didn't see your legs. Yeah. I was just like, why would he say that in the middle of class? And then he's surprised <laughs> when she does that. Oh, you know what? That reminds me that would you, the, uh, the nerd in class. Yeah. The which 80s was, nerd. That was, you know, that's like a, I thought it was a cool, it was a reference to Young Frankenstein. Remember in Young Frankenstein, there's the uh, Gene Wilder's teaching class and yeah. there's the guy who's like, um, professor. And he's the yeah. one that, he's the one that he says like, Dr. He Frankenstein, Frankenstein like, yeah. it's Frankenstein, like they, yeah. it, but they keep going back to him. I thought it was cool that they did this in this movie. So it was like a spoof referencing a spoof. In a way, See, I, I didn't register with John Frankenstein. No, really. And then he gets barfed on. Anytime somebody got barfed on, it was hilarious. They love that barf joke, man, dude. They, I think they use the same thing as they, in The Exorcist. They famously used split piece soup. Yeah. 
and that's like I'd like a joke in this like yeah. from the beginning oh what did you think about the kids <laughs> they were fine they were annoying but like i liked it leslie out helps give calling them out about like they're acting like yeah they're they're not good actors or whatever you would say yeah, yeah. i mean they were fine they, they probably didn't even have to be in the movie i thought um, it was hilarious that the son kept running around insisting it was pms <laughs> well and other characters like the first, when he first brings it to that you know that's another scene that had had a few good laughs when when luke first goes to see leslie nielsen and he's like trying to get him to um to do it and he won't do it that one it had it had bunch of, one he says is it pms like he thinks it's pms and then the other thing is he's like well what makes you think you know she's possessed he's like well you know she gets he says you know it's all the regular things it's an unruly voice uh maniacal facial express expressions violent spasms and he's like well she could just be related to joe cocker <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't, as a kid i didn't know who joe cocker was now i do it and i'm like yeah. that's funny and then i love this was he he's like oh, i'm not gonna do it luke leaves and he walks around and the tv goes well and then what it's like the news report it's like and once again uh you know uh, father maya has weaseled way out of another exorcism and he yeah. hits the tv with the broom or whatever and and like the TV, like the guy on the TV, like a bunch of shit falls out. Shit falls from the ceiling. Yeah, I was like, that's good. That's what I want. In they use the TV movies. really well. At the beginning, they were they were like flipping through the channels, and it was like the all the shows were literal. Like, oh yeah, they were super. Bride's, it was like bride's head revisited, and it was a yeah. literal bride's head on the table. Wait, was uh, bride's head revisited a real show? Uh, it's like yeah, I think it is. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it is the hockey game. That, it, that they flipped yeah the through. hockey game where it was, and it was like just like, a brawl like, like the, yeah yeah. Um, yeah it was it, it was fun it wasn't as bad it wasn't as good as i was kind of hoping it would be it would have been uh but it wasn't as bad as i was afraid it was going to be either definitely you know? not definitely not as cringy as you would think that being said i don't think i'll ever watch it again yeah um no, it was, it was a nice it was a nice it was a nice like man oh like it was just like freaked like where it was like <laughs> I used to watch this nonstop. Same kind of humor, actually. I'm surprised I don't, you know. Sure. I mean, I appreciate this kind of humor now, and I like it still. But you know, I do too. But Freaked was like a, an example of like they went all out. Like that movie got everything that it could get. I think. Yeah. Um, this movie didn't for some reason, which surprised me, being a Leslie Nielsen movie in the genre of what Leslie Nielsen is known for. I felt like yeah. this was like a poor man's version of a Leslie Nielsen movie. I really want to watch Dracula Dead and Loving. I've never seen that. I always wanted to when I was a kid. Check it out. out at some point. It's I, it, I think it's a lot like that. Like it's not it, I didn't see it a million times, but I, I watched it like that and Spy Hard. Like I, yeah. I think I saw one, you know, once or twice. I think I saw Spy Hard a couple of times. That was on HBO a lot. Every time you say one, I'm like, damn, you did that too. You know, it's a real good one and he's not in it, but it's like this is Johnny Dangerously. Uh, Johnny Dangerously. Michael Keaton? Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. That's dude, this kind of Joe humor. Piscopo? Yeah, that's a good one. Dude, that movie is awesome. Like that movie, I have some serious nostalgia for. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. A but that's one. the same kind of shit. Like where it's, it is. You know, but they did it at a time. That movie's like early 80s. Yeah. They did it at a time when movies like that got the deluxe treatment, especially yeah. with Michael Keaton being who. Well, they was. were still ripping off Mel Brooks. It wasn't stale sure. yet. You know what sure. I mean? It wasn't like uh, a Mel Brooks ripoff. It was like, hey, let's rip off Mel Brooks. Let's yeah. do this. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah. Plus, Keaton and Piscopo, man, at the at that time, can't yeah. you can't lose. They're both really, really good in that. Shit. 
what did I just see? Oh, Piscopo was in the uh, Gilbert Godfrey documentary that I watched. Uh, I've, I still and it was, watched that yet. I want. It's only like it. a couple of years old, so it's Piscopo, relatively current. He's gotten old, but that dude was something back in the day. You ever see Dead Heat, where he plays a, him and um, oh, Treat Treat Williamson, Treat Treat Williams, him and their cops with like the zombie thing that's going on. Decent he's movie. on. He's on an episode of uh, Next Gen of Star Trek: Next Generation. Piscopo is. Yeah, because <laughs> da- Data is trying to learn comedy. Okay. Like he doesn't understand what kind of like, like jokes or humor. Yeah. So he goes into the holodeck and he and he makes a stand-up comedian and Joe Chris Piscopo teaches him about comedy for the Amazing. whole episode. Amazing. Yeah. Dude, his uh Frank Sinatra is one of the best. Yeah. I mean, you watch stuff. that episode. Yeah, really I'll good. check that out. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. All right, man. What else you got on this? Anything else? No, nothing really. Um, it was it was fine. And the makeup, I oh, the last thing makeup was really good. Minimally used, but it was good, especially on her. I yeah, it. I think they yeah they went out all out with what with, with what they had to. Uh, cool man. Uh, good pick. I'm glad we did it. It was a good. Yeah, I probably should have picked Return of the Living Dead, Reanimator, two masterpieces. Nah, no, nah, but... I think this is uh like those are those are great movies. Yeah, yeah, those are great, and but that's the thing. Like we we said a lot of you know, I, you know. Yeah, what do you say about those movies? They're fun to watch. They're great to watch. But uh, speaking of next week, I have S letter S S. So man, this is a good letter. Yes. This is a good is letter. A, yeah, man. So let me um that I was a... torn between again, I wanted to find something that you hadn't seen or possibly both of us. God damn, dude. Scanners scream, the shining, sleepaway camp, slumber party mask. Have you ever seen Slumber Party Massacre? No. The driller killer. That's a good movie. Never I could have picked I could have picked uh Society, which I would never pick. <laughs> Fuck that movie. God damn it. That was um, I recommended that to Adam. Uh when we first started out <laughs> and i watched it and it was and like i just body horror it can only go so far with me and that was like just too much god damn it. um last season we did the stuff right we did do the stuff yeah right that was that was great so i'm pretty sure you haven't seen i think i'm pretty sure you said you haven't seen this i'm gonna go with silver bullet the werewolf, is, yeah the werewolf, werewolf movie. movie i've not seen it no okay cool with um cory haim uh you'll recognize main villain you'll recognize him uh, it's based on a Stephen King book, Werewolves, man. What year? 85. I grew up with this movie, watching it all the time. It's It's got like a little bit of that whimsy from Stephen King books that it has. It's got the horror mix. It's got werewolves. I think you'll dig it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, next next week for letter S, Silver Bullet. Uh, what else you got? Anything else? Oh, 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 uh, yeah. yeah. So IMDb. Uh, <laughs> I, I, you know, I went to the trivia section because that's the other thing, the DVD of this. The only special feature that's available on any DVD, it's like a pop-up video. They, they, they barely tell you any, any like cool facts about it. Anyway, so I went to IMDb. They also don't have a whole lot of fun facts about it. However, I did add a couple. Let's see if they're still up. I added <laughs> you, them. That's awesome. That's hilarious. I add, So originally... For those that don't know, apparently Kevin found out that apparently you can go on IMDb and write, <laughs> write any facts that you wish about certain movies. Or any movie, I guess. Yeah. Um, in the trivia section, uh, it says it's regulated. It says it's like Wikipedia, where if you write it, they check it out. And if it's legit, they post it. Yeah. But that's horseshit, I think, <laughs> because you can write literally. Okay. So here's the two things I wrote. Where are they? About about repossessed? Repossessed. Uh, the two facts I added were, I don't know, but a couple of people found it interesting, which is good. Okay. One. Of the, so this is, this is one I wrote down. 
So after seeing an early cut of the film, Leslie Nielsen insisted more farts be added in post-production. <laughs> this is why the film opens on a, on a loud fart. <laughs> oh my God. That's yeah. amazing. And then just to see like how much they're not watching it. Yeah. Cause I'm like, okay, maybe they're just like, okay. Yeah. Leslie Nielsen's in it. Okay. Yep. Pass. Last time we did this, it was for once bitten. Yeah. And I, the fact I added was that there was a deleted scene in which all the vampires had to eat cockroaches and Jim Carrey insisted they eat real cockroaches. Okay. And then all the actors were upset because that scene got cut and they had to eat cockroaches for nothing. Complete, Complete bullshit. bullshit. Yeah. So for this, I wrote in a deleted scene, Lena Blair's character w- was required to eat cockroaches. Jim Carrey insisted real cockroaches <laughs> be used. Linda Blair was upset because this scene was cut and she was forced to eat cockroaches for no reason. Dude, that is awesome. <laughs> and both of those, when did you write those? Yesterday. And they're still up. <laughs> yeah. Did you say that somebody like liked them or something? Yeah. You can go on and like it'll say, Did you find this interesting? And you can you can hit yes. And so hit that means that someone and... out there is still looking for content on repossessed maybe yeah what the fuck dude that's hilarious what was the first one again that you wrote um i wrote the that Les- leia leslie nielsen insisted more farts be added dude that is-, is amazing that is amazing. which can by you, the way the- do you screen cap that and send it to me so that's the other thing is that 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 opening joke the thx joke yeah where it's just a big loud fart it has three <laughs> initials it's like b F, yeah. whatever yeah. but it doesn't tell you what the acronym is yeah what just the- is- yeah that's hilarious <laughs> it's really weird that's uh, good stuff, man. IMDb, trustworthy. Uh, what else you got? Anything else? I got nothing, man. All right, man. Good show. Repossessed. Next week, Silver Bullet for letter S. If you want to find us on social media, you can find us at Instagram and Twitter at Death by Podcast. Uh, we are also on YouTube. We got a fully functional YouTube channel. So you can see our faces talking about stuff. That's YouTube. If you want to support the show directly, you can check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash death by podcast where we have our second bonus mini podcast, BoobTube TV, for the patrons only, and a bunch of uh, behind-the-scenes stuff and little our own little gags and fart jokes over there. Uh, le- less, this week we did uh, another episode of Star Trek, Darmok, classic. Yep. So we did that over there t- this week. That'll be up uh, as soon as you're listening to this. It'll be up, and uh, you can check us out and support the show for a buck. And other than that, I don't think we have anything else. Thank you all for listening. Episode 51 in the books. I am your host, Adam. And that is your other host. Kevin. Are you sure? It's Miller time. Kevin, take it away. Good stuff. All right, folks. Be safe. We will see you next week. (laughs) See you guys.